Hey gang, it's your old pals, Uncle Hank and Kippy. Just want to thank you for tuning in to Are You Garbage? Yeah, guys, make sure you subscribe. That way you get the episode as they come out. And you can also go to gasdigitalnetwork.com, use promo code AYG to get bonus content and get the episodes before they come out and HD streaming. Do it. Yeah. Welcome to another exciting edition of Are You Garbage? The show where you find out if your favorite comedians are classy individuals or absolute trash. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin Ryan and H. Foley. Yes, sir. Hey, everybody out there, and welcome back to everybody's favorite new podcast. This is Are You Garbage? The show where we sit down with your favorite comedians and find if they grow up classy or if they're absolute trash. I'm your host, Stage Foley, coming at you on a nice, chilly, rainy, fally day here mm-hmm. in New York fucking city, alive and well in the East Village, here in the Gas Digital Studios, in the big studio. Could not be more excited. My co-host coming at you from right next to me. All right, he's a good kid. He's a good shit. <laughs> Gang, you know the drill. The next time you're reaching for a best pal, you go ahead and you make it a kippy, which is going to be a t-shirt coming very soon, and I think you're going to like the design. I'm custom crafting this with one of the best artists in uh, in Europe. Kevin James Ryan, everybody. Hey, thanks for flubbing three words in that last sentence of yours. Uh, what's up, everybody? Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, as always, please make sure you rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. Full video available on YouTube. You can subscribe there as well. And also, Gas Digital Network, if you want to sign up, get the whole catalog of shows. Yep. Uh, you can sign up, use promo code AYG. Mm-hmm. We get to wet our beaks a little bit. Love that money. You save a couple of bucks. We make a couple of bucks. It's a win, fucking win, Yes, baby. sir. Yeah, thanks a lot, guys. Absolutely, and gang, we could not be more excited to have our incredibly special guest with us here today. Another super requested comedian on the podcast today. This kid's an earner, I'll tell you that right now. (laughs) He is a very successful stand-up comedian and actor. As a stand-up, he has appeared on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno. He has his own Comedy Central Presents, Comedy Underground with David Tell, Last Comic Standing, Conan, Comedy Knockout, The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, Ooh. This Week at the Comedy Cellar. All right, as an actor, he has appeared in Inside Amy Schumer, a.k.a. Wyatt Cenac, and a fucking scene stealer oh. in the summer fucking blockbuster, The King of Staten Island. But most importantly, he is a part of the Gas Digital family. He has an incredible podcast right here on the network that I know all of you are fans of. And if you're not, you got to fucking check it out. It's called No Disrespect. The big question in his mind today, is he garbage? I'm saying no, because every time I'm around him, I get the feeling he wants to hurt me. So I think he's got a really good sense and judge of character. Give it up for the one, the only, Mr. Mike Vecchione, everybody. Hey, thank you guys for having me in to um, test whether I'm garbage or not. Dude, you... I like you guys, Foley and Ryan. It's like rogue cops. Yeah. Yeah. Cornering me. Fatso and the Baldy is what we call it. We made some mistakes. We're trying to get it all back, trying to get it right. Um, Well, like I told you before, I'm a big fan of the podcast. I'm ready to be put to the test. I Excellent. made sure I got plenty of sleep last night. <laughs> I did my stretches and my mental acuity exercises. So I'm ready for anything you have to throw them at me. He's Mayo, on, no. Ketchup, no. Any kind of those white trash things, those condiments that you throw them at me, I'm already ready to say no. Great yeah. Poupon, yes. Oh. Yeah, let me make the decision for you easier, okay? I come confrontational. I come confrontational. It gets views. It gets listens. He's putting the system on trial. He's, on trial. He's, like Jimmy Stewart over here. 
here. I'll go right into it. I know you guys like to work up. <laughs> I know you guys like an arc. Dylan went to the. We went to the same Ooh. high school. Did you guys know that? He had mentioned I can't yeah. Community that. High School, home of the Bobcats in Boca. This you, got a, you guys got a couple of live bobcats in the fucking studio. I don't know if you realize that or not. This guy's all hopped up on Kratom over here. 91 and 15 in this bitch. Holy shit. I do want to say... You fucking stole that scene in fucking you. the King of Man, fucking fantastic. awesome. Was that one of your that's one of your bits, I believe, right? Uh, or is yeah, it I, something Well, I improv the, the beauty about Judd is he'll put you in a scene and then there's lines, but he'll let you improv it. Yeah. And he'll give you a bunch of takes and it's 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 fantastic. It was it was that was like one of the joys to see you get that like as I was watching, and then they kept coming back to it. I'm like, oh, and you yeah, just kept tagging it and tagging. It was Montage. fantastic. And Pete was very generous in that too. Oh, he just great. let me roll. So that was a very classy thing he just did there, yeah. too. And I'm saying that there's no doubt in my mind that you're classy. There's no, there's no doubt. You, yeah, but, but you're still going to ask me the questions. Though. Of course, sure. we'll of see if course. we'll see if there's any dirt there for sure. But when well, he said, when he said, that's the thing about Judd. Yeah, ah, yeah, it's a classy it's segue. Nice. That's the thing well, about Judd. Nice. You guys are being both good cops right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for the bad. Well, you're cop bad to cop come for out. both of us. Yeah. We came in shooting. You're psychologically <laughs> trying to trick me into relaxing. And then I'm hit get me the, the phone book in here now. And then you're going to hit me. Do you have an above ground pool? Which is a sure sign that you're white. Oh yeah, he's got one. Oh yeah, he's got one that's half. They dug it. They dug it a little lower, so it's half above, half under. Build a deck around it. Build a deck around it. You dive right in, Mike. (laughs) Walk right off the patio. Dive right in, but you can't dive. It's only three feet. So do a cannonball. It's more. It's more of a puddle. I think. (laughs) Is it Long Island? No, outside of Philly. Oh, okay. We talked about this a little briefly. You do have Jersey roots, though. No, I, I lived in Philly for eight years, and I taught there. But Ooh. I don't have any. I'm but you didn't grow up there. No. Ah. Uh-uh. Okay. No. Interesting. Did you start comedy there? Because you were. Yes. I remember you being a fit. Like I remember back in the day, Philly, yeah. Philly, which is no longer, uh, you know, in business. But uh, I, th- I think it's interesting the dives that you said. Like it's like a cannonball's a white trash dive. A dive is <laughs> sure. actually classy. Sure, if you can pull one scale. off. Yeah. You know, there are different ways to leap into the water. Yeah. The trashiest Maybe. would be the can opener. Yeah, the one legged. Because there was only few guys that could do that very well. They were always underage smokers. They wore cut-off jeans. <laughs> yeah. They had like a really thin chest with like a little bit of chest hair. They were banging somebody's mom. But when you're they describing the everybody pool, who hangs out at the Wawa in South Jersey, <laughs> but when they show up at that pool, man, they got fucking athletic ability. But the yeah. thing that made it trashy is like they were they that was their time to shine. Yeah, yeah, you had to convince them. Right. Like, hey, Greg, come over, do the can yeah. opener. Like, really get it going, and they they reveled in it. What yeah. does a can opener look like? If I might be, it's so the cool. one legged one leg. Oh. You might know okay. it as a cherry bomb, I All think, right. too, as well. As, okay. As it's uh, AKA cherry bomb. <laughs> oh, that's really the trash. belly flop. Also, is a white trash. <laughs> of course, yeah. that's yeah. you know a, a belly flop contest. If you've ever been to or participated <laughs> in a belly flop contest, so you can't come back. From I mean, that. it's one step away from suicide. <laughs> Let's just really be honest. But the can opener shows <laughs> athletic ability. Yeah, and that is when people peak. There was that guy that could do that. All right, there was uh, the guy. I knew a kid. He was the biggest dirt ball in our town, but he could hold himself sideways on a fucking like a street pole. Wow. Yeah. It nice. was always single family, single single parent families. The kid oh that could yeah. Do yeah. weird shit like that. Had a mini bike zipping around. I had a mini bike. I think you guys are talking about core strength right now. This guy shines. You're well, a buff guy. You're. You, you, I'm losing weight. You I'm do keep it tight. Weight. You have, you have a strict diet. You yeah. keep it tight. Well, right? I was on a diet, and I, I mean, we can get into diet if you want to. I don't know if this counts. Big. But uh, I was on the. I've been experimenting with a bunch of stuff, but I finally figured it out now in quarantine. Okay. I could be more excited about it. 
Great. What is it? Yeah. What are you doing? A keto version it's a, of keto? It's, it's a keto, ver- it's a keto version of intermittent fasting. Ooh. So I'm doing keto, but inter- but I would just, my problem is overeating, so I would just do keto, but then I would just eat, overeat during that. Yeah. yeah, and then yeah, that yeah. didn't help me at all, so it's like, and I, I refused to do intermittent fasting for a long time because I wrestled and I suffered when I had to cut weight really bad. He and, complains uh, about it, too. Yeah. I, I, I honestly, it. people don't believe me. But I and I would never change it for the world. I loved it. It was an unbelievable experience. Uh, I honestly feel like that has that fucked me up and fucked up my relationship with food. And I honest, I, every time I walk up a flight of stairs, I think about that because we used to have to run these stairs right, over right, and right. over and over and over again. Right. I think I was already fucked up, but wrestling implanted that in my mind mm-hmm. that it, this is a lot of suffering. My friend Greg Warren, do you know? Yeah. yeah, of course. He's a fucking fantastic comic. Hilarious. And, uh, was a really really good wrestler. Yeah. Was an all American. And, uh, That's right, he does have cauliflower. Right? Yeah, I noticed he, that. he won't get on a scale now. Wow. It doesn't matter where. Doctor's office, physical, he just, he's like, no. nope. And he will get into a verbal thing with the doctor. <laughs> like, I'm not getting on a fucking scale, dude. He's like, just close your eyes. No, 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 no. I'll know. It makes I'll him know. get down on all four. It's the, it's one of the funniest things. <laughs> That's wild. It's throwing, so leg, throwing legs on a nurse during a, <laughs> during a physical. I told you I'm doing it. <laughs> Holy uh, shit. So all let's right. get into the uh, the origin story of Mike Vecchione here. Mm-hmm. Another thing too, I just want to point this out. Mm-hmm. All right, if I may, sidebar. There, there. There's. I don't think there's going to be anywhere to go on this. I have never seen him where his hair yeah. didn't look exactly fucking like that. He's what like you a gonna, cartoon character. What do you get a haircut every together. three days? I believe the word you're looking for is equidistant. <laughs> it's um, shaped up on both sides. I do that for geometric reasons as much as anything, guys. I got so be much stylish. He's just big into angles. How many? How many? How often do you get a haircut? I cut it every two weeks, but I cut it. What? I learned how to cut it in college. My roommate James Burrell, shout out to I give him credit every shout time out to I James. say James. Shout out to James, one of my best Everybody's friends. Everybody's getting a shout out. He showed me <laughs> from how to Boca to Jersey. Yeah, okay. <laughs> from Judd Apatow to James in, in room thirty two B. He's a lawyer in New York now, ah. uh, and uh, we went to college. He was a Maryland State champ. He was fucking Damn. really tough, and uh, a lawyer now. And he taught me how to do it in college. So I would do it, mess up, and he would just be there to like fix it. And he did that until I figured it out. So that's, that's how that's cuts his own hair, yeah. but he keeps. How do you get the back? I cut it with a mirror. <sighs> I don't yeah. trust myself. It's like a magic trick. There's a lot of mirrors. <laughs> yeah, There's a lot of smoking mirrors. Women and that's, that's same thing fucking... when I same thing when I take my pants off. A lot of smoking mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always amazed by that, especially these days. I always hear like women say, like you know, like the guy pulled his dick out right away. That's my last fucking move. Yeah. I'll you make, it, how you I'll saw make it, you dinner before my dick comes nah. out. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's happening so much anymore. <laughs> yeah, I think that's for the yeah. record. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Boca Raton, Florida. Boca Raton, Florida. Well, I have a weird story because I was born in Youngstown, Ohio, which uh, is like Rust Belt. Yeah, yeah. That's sure. like that's the epitome of like right. blue collar, like Youngtown, Youngstown, yeah. So my grandfather on my father's side had a family business. They had a mushroom growing and canning operation that Damn. started out as Started out as spaghetti sauce, couldn't compete with ragu and some of the other big names. Are you so being serious? Into, absolutely. And what you? That's like a, that's a, like an Italian superhero a origin story. It's a Ragu's mushroom. killing us. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get them cocksuckers now. Hey, Grandpa, what about these mushrooms? All right, put them in a can. So he started a canning operation. That's great. Canning that's mushrooms. Awesome. Oh, wow. he he pivoted. Big canned mushroom fan. I just want to say, even now, canned mushrooms and canned potatoes are huge at the Foley House. Well, they're old import. The imports now. But back when they were back in when the it business, was still back it was still in the day. American, yeah. yeah. So um, 
Goddamn um, Chinese. <laughs> it was a canning operation, and then he added a growing operation. So it was a growing Damn, and canning he's operation. He's a mover and shaker. He's a mover and shaker, immigrant. Yeah. You know? And uh, my, so my aunt and uncle ran the, uh, under him, ran the canning uh, side, and my father was on the growing operation gotcha. side. But they had a contentious relationship. So in 1981, the relationship blew up. Yeah. My father was like, I'm not staying here with my family, and we moved to Boca Raton, Florida. Damn. We stayed in Boca Raton, Florida from 81 to 85, 86, and then we moved back to uh, Youngstown because they decided to give it another try because uh-huh. the business was failing without my father. Gotcha. Two more years there. I spent eighth and ninth grade in Youngstown, uh, going to high school, learned to wrestle in Ohio, mm-hmm. great wrestling in Ohio. Of course. And then uh, it blew up again. And we moved back to Boca Raton, Florida for my sophomore, junior, and senior year. How bad did that suck going from fucking Boca Raton to Youngstown, Ohio? I actually, believe it or not, I wanted to move back. Really? Because yeah, you were there already. That was like your that they were that was your roots a little bit. Well, it was different for me because I was playing Pop Warner football uh, organization <laughs> called Boca Jets. <laughs> And the I would Polka have to go to. Jets. I would have to. It was contact football. <laughs> yeah, by the way. yeah, I remember. Of course, I know. Pop, yeah, Pop old, Warner was big back in the 80 day. Eighty pound, eighty pound football league. Eighty <laughs> pound football league. <laughs> it's like where the sh- he put the shoulder pads on and yeah. like this big. We yeah. were fucking hitting, dude. Yeah, I remember. You're talking that. about me going back to high school. He's going Pop Warner. I fucking Pop Warner. <laughs> <laughs> putting a helmet on people. Eleven men getting to the fucking ball. Swarming defense. What was your jersey number and position? I played. Uh, first year when I ball. was first year when I was nine, I played nose nose guard. <laughs> dude, number nine 50. year old nose guard. <laughs> number fifty at nose guard. Well, he's, he, he, uh, yeah, he two, did have two pounds on the other guys. Two cycles of roids a month. <laughs> oh, I love it. So. Nine year old with back hair, fucking killing people. <laughs> Dick Buckets. That's fucking awesome, dude. My neighbors used to play football. I never, we never played. My, we weren't a football household, but my neighbors played Pop Warner young. I met like those seven, family, eight. Those families were those dads were all carpenters. Yeah. And they were all oh, nuts. they were roofers, dude. My father and, was way in. And I'm a like, kid got, a kid got paralyzed the year before <laughs> I started playing when I was eight. And uh, I go, Dad, a guy got a kid got paralyzed <laughs> the year before. You know, what my father said, he's like, make sure you're in shape, tackle with good form, keep your head up, you'll be do, all right. Do your neck, do your <laughs> neck exercises. <laughs> father, like, you'll be all right. Make sure you tackle with good form. Don't tackle with yeah. your head down. You'll be good. That kid was an asshole. Yeah, who knows what he did? He had a gum. That's wild, oh, man. man. But I remember being so afraid. I'd be like, I remember the girl, the girl next door played with the boy. She would lay dudes out, and I remember being so scared. I'd be like, mm-hmm. "You're going to go out there and just tackle?" I was petrified. I was yeah. like, no Seeing a football way. helmet up close as a child, it might as well have been the fucking spacesuit. It just looked so <laughs> thick and heavy and fucking. It looked like it hurt. That was not for me. So Damn. I did that, and so that was my. Then I graduated from high school. I placed in states in uh, wrestling in uh, high school, and then I went in to Florida. Co- in Florida, okay. And then I went to college at uh, Penn State, and I wrestled Ooh. there for a little while. Mm. And then Maine. Uh, Penn campus, yeah. Nice. And then I moved That's to Philly. Playing sports at fucking a satellite. They do it. Campus. Altoona's got a good program That's right here. That's right, man. Altoona has a bad guy. I, Penn I, State moved, I moved to Philly when I graduated because I was dating a girl from Philly in college. So I moved to Philly in 95 and then stayed there till 2003, then moved to New York. I started comedy in 2000. Around and you came 2000. up here for comedy. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Came here for comedy. Is the canning operation still in business or not? It's all sold. It's all done. Yeah. And before your father left, it had gotten. It was a pretty successful company. I would it imagine, got successful, right? yeah, because one of their their main clients were. Uh, you don't move to Boca if you're no. not fucking moving cans of. Ah, uh, no, 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 no. That wasn't the case at all. No, because Boca's a, a wealthy area, yeah. but we weren't. We had more money in Ohio yeah. actually than in Florida. We sure. when we broke ties. Like the money was gone. Like we we we. He sold his stocks. He had enough. We had enough money to move and buy a place. He had stocks. 
stocks in the company. Wow, yeah. that's good. So that means it was a publicly traded company. No, that's not what it means. Okay. Yeah, what was it on a Nasdaq? Let me get a couple of bitcoins and two cans of mushrooms. But one of the big at the time, one of the big clients was Stouffer's. Food Damn. and uh, they government contracts bread. also. So that's where the cash yeah. is. Holy shit! Cash, yeah, a lot of so cash. So it was good. My grandfather did well, and my father was a big part of the reason they were successful. But they couldn't get along, and as a result, like we moved to Florida, and we didn't have money in Florida. I, we, I just was home visiting my mother. I got COVID tested, went to go visit her, and we went to the old. We lived in a condo, mm-hmm. and it was uh, all of us in this condo, small yeah. condo. Damn. Yeah, so we we grew up very like. Working to middle class. Sure. And how many brothers and sisters did you have? How many people older were in the brother? Condo? Older brother who's a mu- who was a musician. Mm-hmm. Uh, younger sister. Nice. Yeah. So it was the three was, is in there as right. kids. Yes. Did you have to share a room with share your brother? Share a room with my brother. Ah, it's old Bunk school. beds at first. That old, shit breeds you know. wrestlers. I don't know why. Yeah. Fucking yeah, because the lights go out and you start fucking putting <laughs> each other in headlocks. <laughs> it's really fun as a wrestler to try moves at home on your family. Yeah. It's really great. <laughs> It's a fantastic shit. But I got to say the thing about football is at a young age, because there's been a lot of backlash about kids playing contact football. Contact football is, I understand the concussion and the brain injury part of it, but it's really, I think, good for people to do it. I agree. I agree. I mean, the kids, uh, now I went back to my high school a few years ago, and they're like, don't hit during the week. I'm like, do you know how much this would have changed my experience of playing sports yeah. it's like we we hit every day except for the day before the game thursday and it's like there's something about that contact that makes you humble of course and it, it yeah, really yeah, does yeah. it humbles you and it kind of changes your percent it gives you a, a a respect for everybody else of that course. you wouldn't get if you're playing a non-contact sport yeah i totally Absolutely. agree it's like I getting it's like that. being punched in the face yeah like, we, yeah, all, we yeah. always like, say this because you know what's on the other end of right. that it's like yeah i could get fucking laid out going across the middle here right. you gotta keep your you know right keep your head on a fucking and i, I think that's missing in our not to get preachy but it's missing in our society today with twitter with all the social media that i don't think oh, we're evolved enough to do it's like people just saying stuff flying around saying whatever yeah. with no kind of like oh this is consequences to it yes you know what i mean i whereas, totally agree whereas in the hitting scenario it's like there's consequences you run full speed at a guy you're gonna feel it he's gonna feel it yeah. you're both gonna, there's something in that mm-hmm. and maybe i'm not articulating articulating it very well but there's something in that that's very good for society versus when you could just rip off a tweet Insane. and go, I don't yeah. care. Sure. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. You yeah, know, fuck this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course. If so. there's a threat of getting smacked in the face, you're not going to fucking run your mouth at somebody. Right. Well, there's there's a one, it's 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 very similar to, to comedy. In this, the, when you buy, it's like there's consequences to your choice, right? Like if you decide to go, you're like, I could get hit, I could buy, whatever it is. It's right. like there's an immediate consequence. Right. When you're on Twitter or whatever, it's like, ah, fuck you, I'll say yeah, whatever, yeah. I'll do whatever. Right. And that constantly over and over conditions you, to, conditions you to be like, oh, I don't give a fuck about whatever. It conditions you and it's bad for you yeah it's bad for you as a person to 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 do that and to not think about uh how you're affecting other people or how you're just like hurting other people and you're Mm -hmm. like oh this is no big deal Mm -hmm. yeah i I totally did you coach at all i coached a little bit when i was t i taught uh i got my degree and uh so i'll continue with the because let me tell you something i'm actually 100 years old (laughs) a long story (laughs) i just want to tell you because i'm I'm fucking jacked up right now i would start doing fucking wind sprints for you right now (laughs) to where mcdonald's what are you talking about (laughs) he's got the juices flowing we're talking about pop warner football and wrestling football baby you you always shit on me if i bring up wrestling or football yeah, you're doing it like in the car. We're on a fucking interview <laughs> podcast, and we're asking him about his childhood. We'll we'll just be driving down fucking I'm Third sorry, Avenue. Sorry, I like... wanted to tell you about the big game against Lansdale Catholic in the fall of '94. Yeah. Shout out to Zephyr Mitchell for that pick six. 
Um, back okay, to Boca. Okay, back to Boca. So, so I graduate college, Penn State, moved to Philly uh, with a girl that I was dating in college. She was in law school, and we lived together for three years. We break up. I'm by myself, and uh, while while I'm working, I started working, but then I was like, I, I started working with kids with behavioral problems. Okay. I worked at a place called Glen Mills Schools, which is no longer in uh, We used to play in them business. in lacrosse. Yeah, they're very, t- it's adjudicated kids from all over the country. So instead of going to lockup, they send these kids to this school. Yeah, tough and it's individuals. Tough, tough kids. But it's a, the, the, the beauty of the school was it was a narrow scope of kids. Like, they didn't take pyropa- pyromaniacs. Okay. They didn't take sex offenders. It was a very, it took aggravated assault, Kids who dealt drugs, mm-hmm. not addicted to drugs, but were drug dealers. Sure. Um, they took a certain uh, car thieves. They took a certain kind of ca- a narrow scope, and they really did a good job of within working the parameters with within of the that. parameters yeah. of them. Yeah. So they did a good job. I worked there for a year, and then I was like, okay, I don't want to work shift work anymore, and I don't want. I want to be more uh, versatile than just being in this program, even though it was a great program. So I went back at night and got a master's degree. From Cabrini Damn. College. Yeah. Mother, yeah. Shout out Mother Cabrini. Got yeah. her statue. She got a statue erected to her, finally. Um, and uh, <laughs> We've all been waiting. We've been waiting. I mean, I, I don't mean, know if you guys... It's about time she got her fucking due. According to the newsletter Catholic Weekly, <laughs> we have been waiting a long time. My mom forwarded that to me. Yeah. Um, so she... Uh, I went to that school and at five years at night, and I got a certification and master's Damn. in special Damn. education. You're a fucking worker. Worker, man. baby. And then, uh, worker. You use the word shift job anymore. That's fucking... <laughs> That's as old school as it gets. Step four to 12. <laughs> what are you working, like, third shift? You're like a breaker boy or something like 12, that. 12, go get a beer. Yeah. That's, wow. Damn, he's a fucking you're a, sharp guy. Yeah. I got a master's in special education. Then I taught for five years in public schools. I went to... I, I In Philly? I, in Philly. I what taught, public in, in Northeast Philly, I taught at Woodrow Wilson Middle School okay. on Cotman Avenue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm from... I was, I was born in the Northeast. In the Northeast. Yeah. Northeast is great. Yeah. I love how... Um, I don't know the way it was zoned, but Northeast High School, mm-hmm. I used to go to work out with a wrestler sometimes, right across the street from the Purple Orchid, which is a strip club. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't Hilarious. Know, I don't know the Purple Hilarious Orchid. zoning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway. It's lawless up there. Lawless. You're like really a city is. planner with a sense of humor, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to get it now. It's going to pay off in a couple of years, though. I love the Northeast. I love Northeast Philly. So I did that for a year, and then um, I, I had a tough time. The, the breakup happened. I got a DUI. Damn. I had nowhere to live. Uh, I, I didn't know how. She was a lawyer, so she was handling my court case. But then Jesus. things, oh things before us, things going between us wasn't good. So she got another. She got a lawyer to help me to her uh credit but then i was like i was communicating we were so on the fucking outs that i just called the lawyer i was like look just contact me directly i don't trust i don't know if she's sure. gonna get back yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah. like i could miss a court th- i don't know what's going on yeah. so <laughs> um that's I, fucking spiteful that's vengeance yeah, well i got past the uh dui i got a place i got a job in upper darby which nice. is a, a suburb of west philadelphia of course mm-hmm. and uh taught there which is one of the best jobs i've ever had Upper Darby. Upper Darby's Upper, nice. At Drexel Hill Middle School in Upper nice. Darby. Yeah, Drexel Hill's nice. It was a nice job, great area. I did two years there, and then I had a friend at Garnet Valley High School, mm-hmm. which is farther out, that Glen Mills area, mm-hmm. and uh, and high school. So I, I went to go teach high school at Garnet Valley. I taught there for two years. Nice. And then I was unhappy with my job my second year, so um, I just resigned and with no job, and uh, 
I was doing Tony and Tina's wedding in South Philadelphia. Oh, Holy yes. God. Yep. Doing I guess what you guys didn't, you didn't know that one, and you booked me on that. Listen, oh for the listener, <laughs> Tony and Tina's Tony wedding and Tina's is wedding. garbage. It's, explain it. It's, it's, I don't it know if they're is. doing these, I don't know if they're doing these like around the country, but uh, Tony and Tina's wedding in the Philadelphia, the tri-state area. It's dinner well, theater. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, a, um, it's a fake Italian wedding yeah, yeah, that you can yeah. get invited to. You get go. yourself an invite. <laughs> I love how he played to the camera right on that to the one, camera. too. Tony I know taught this, him well. I know this studio. You on Tina's right side or Tony's side? How you doing? <laughs> Did you even have to change your name? I just used your same name. I'm Mike Vecchione. I'm here with Tony. <laughs> hey, listen, you're a little too Italian. We're going to have to tone it down a bit. I can see that in that audition. You walked in, you're hired. <laughs> That's awesome. So I, I did Wait, that. Hold on. What? Because I'm actually... I played, I played one of the groomsmen for a year. And then I played Tony for a while. At what theater? You were Tony? Yeah, I was Tony for a what? while. What? Damn. Ooh, a little fucking yeah. star I'm sure power a couple, I'm here. sure a couple of my aunts saw you back in the oh, day as Tony. Oh, and the guy who played Tony was unbelievable. Yeah. Gorgeous. I probably did the dollar dance with him. I'll be oh, honest with you. The There's all kinds dance. of different yeah. uh, dances. So uh, that was, it was really fun because the people that I was in it with were great people. Like, we were all... <laughs> We all had so much fun together. I would just go out. I was dating a girl in South Philadelphia at the time, and I would go down because I was teaching in the suburbs. Right. So I would drive down to South Philadelphia on 18th and Snyder. Yeah. And we'd do the show, and then we'd go out, and I would just get fucking hammered yeah. out at those bars in South Philly. Yeah. And so we're girl, talking mid-90s? No, we're talking- um, Early 2000s? Early 2000s. Okay. 2000, 2001, 2002. So I would go down, and there's no social media or any of that yeah. shit, you know? And uh, I would go down there, I would do the show, get hammered, go to my girls, we'd I'd crash, and, because uh, she she was, like, classier, uh, she would, like, go to um, Center City, mm-hmm. like those uh, Center City- uh, uh, clubs, lounges, and, and lounges and stuff. And stuff. Sure. She would go, and she was like a martini. Like she would go hang out. With That's her how blue there. collar he is. He's like she would go to Sin City to <laughs> yeah, one of them, yeah. to one of them fancy, yeah. fancy Buda, lounges. When he booty at Budacan, Budacan, some of those other was, martini uh, lounges and stuff. Uh, on blue, Second Mar- Market. blue martini, blue martini. Yeah, yeah. she would go to those places. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she would go to those places. And she like, you're you up wanna... there shaking your hands in blue martini <laughs> with your olive in your drink. You're fucking embarrassing me. And she would always go, do you want to meet me? I'm like, fuck no. Yeah, I paid $14 for a drink. I want to get fucking hammered down here. He's for down there bucks. at like two street Annie's with like fucking oh, for nickel a... beers. Yeah, I'm getting drunk with mummers. What are yeah. you talking about? I just put 20 in a jukebox. I'm here all night. I fucking loved it. My friend dropped me off one time. His truck, he dropped me off. She was right behind us in her car, ready to park. And I was so hammered. I just laid on her windshield and she was driving to go park. It was, she was driving slow, but I was like on her windshield. Dude, it's lawless down oh. there. Oh my god! At, like it was midnight. So uh, funny, dude. It's great. <laughs> I had such a good time for those couple of years, and then I moved. I moved up here. I was like, okay, I gotta take a real shot at stand up, yeah. you know. So, and that's, and then when I got here, it was uh, all about the clubs. You know, there was no YouTube, course, there was yeah. no Twitter, there was no any of this stuff, and there wasn't even that many alt rooms. There was like a Village Lantern was still was running, mm-hmm. but there weren't that many just rooms. It was clubs. Yeah. So I would go to the back of the Boston because different comics would run the Boston Comedy Club. Every night, right? And, and nights of the week. Yeah. It was booked. Uh, pro shows were booked on the weekends. And Will and Talent did Urban Night on Sunday. 
Which was that was like infamous, right? Huge, back man. It was, that was packed. Like, yeah. They would fucking pack it out. It was unreal. <laughs> they said it was like I mean that's like that's like shit of legend. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. I was trying to get on it because I said I could get you know just uh, yeah. Will and Talon are so nice. They're such good people that I I approached them to get on it. And uh, from coming up at the Laugh House as well, there right. is nothing better than a fucking packed out fucking show like that. It's unreal. It's yeah. fucking it unreal. the energy is unbelievable. But the Boston was bumping back then, and and if you knew the comics producing the shows, you could maybe get on. Get Marina minutes, would yeah. produce like. A Monday, Blue Monday, she did, which was Tony Woods' show. She did Blue Monday, and um, she ran it for a long time and did a good, really good job with it. So you that, and then uh, Jason Sokolov. I don't know if you guys no. know him. He used to do, he'd do like Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Tom D'Addario would do like Thursday, and then Friday was the club shows. Yeah. Wayne Rada was booking it at the time. Okay, and then Sunday was uh, Talent and Will. So, I mean, what I'm trying to say is that the landscape was a lot yeah, different yeah, yeah, up yeah, yeah. here. So sure. It was like the whole mindset to it was get on stage as much as you can, but in order to get on stage, you have to hang out. Like, there's oh, yeah, a lot we, of hanging we, yeah, out. Nobody knows who you thing. are. Yeah, I mean, you gotta hang. I mean, DeRosa had moved a year before me, or nine months before me, and I knew Jay from coming back to Philly, mm-hmm. and uh, I knew Kurt a little bit, but I knew Jay and I knew Joe mostly so um you just tag along with it yeah i would i would joe would like i'm like could i remember being at that cherry hill rascals and doing a <laughs> show for, with them i was like opening jay was headlining yeah and uh kurt and joe had come with jay and i remember just asking them at the hang afterwards i'm like can you guys just at least i understand the way the business is so can, i don't want to be a burden but can you at least point me in the right well, direction yeah, what to do, yeah. and you know but they did those guys all were like oh these, he's a friend of ours from philly so That's, that opens it up to like of course you at least have like a little bit of a network of people who right. know you oh this is yeah. we did the same thing we came up from philly and there was like a gaggle of us there was mm-hmm. like you know from all the way from like Derek and Monroe yes. down to like I think I was the last one and there was between us there was nine people had come up so it's like did you, you can... guys work at the Laugh House or was it already closed by then he started the started Laugh yeah. House I did a little bit they would make me at that point there was like the Raven Lounge and shit so like there was other like you know right. kind of more mainstream rooms like there wasn't just helium or that you know you could there you could get up but Chris Cotton rest in peace our, our good buddy Chris he, Cotton's a great he would force me because I was only doing the yeah. you know the the white rooms the mainstream rooms he was like you gotta come you and he would force me on stage at the laugh house and I mean I would die sometimes miserable or right. you would murder yeah. and it would be the greatest you'd feel right. like you'd be like I'm I'm the new king here yeah or you died a miserable I took some miserable losses death. there too but there was certain honesty in that room oh there was real not? honesty in terms of like getting your craft together whereas mm-hmm. I have respect for the guys who worked at that Northeast Comedy Cabaret I know yeah, a lot that's of them still, that was still kicking friends a lot with a lot of them but I don't know if you got the same. <laughs> responses no. because the crowds I don't think were during the week when we would you know we weren't getting on I wasn't getting on stage on the weekends yeah. really once in a while sure. but um, mostly during the week you needed a good read on your jokes and the Laugh House really provided that yeah. it was an undeniable education yes. and it was you know it was tough and it, there was but there was like a family like the night that I got past there like was able to start hosting there right I'd been you know doing open mics with Wid and like little produce shows Wid, Wid. shout out to Wid oh, shout man. out to Wid fucking Wid yeah, if it Wid wasn't was for the, the icy roads this place would be packed <laughs> <laughs> okay it's talent night all right you seen him on the bet if you were bombing all right all, all right, right that's it dude he, he would have a off. stack of paper he wouldn't use the light he would use a stack of papers and when people were bombing he would just go all right all right all right and just walk up and get him off stage but miss so. mona threw me out of the showroom right. the same night that she passed me to, to host there because mr rod said i could go in and it was i feels like it was almost like not like a hazing thing but like uh you know, like right. a rite of passage. Yeah. Like, I didn't ask her or whatever, and I'm standing there in the back, and I'm fucking, you know, shitting in my pants. She walks up. She's like, who are you? Blah, blah, blah. Lays into me, and then brings me out there, and I kind of stood up for myself. 
She was like, all right, we'll see you Thursday night or something like that. Ah, and, nice. And gave me the job. Yeah. Nice. Five years I worked there. Me, Cassidy, Richie Redding. It was unbelievable. Richie Redding was there when I was there. He yeah. Was, he had started he after me. He used to fucking light. Like, as a young comic, right. we'd go in there, and he would fucking light that place up. Unbelievable. Really? Yeah. You know, just a fucking cool, yeah. sharp, funny white guy. Right, right. He was killing. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah him and else. Derek were... I remember those guys from there. Really? Yeah, Derek and Richie had started when I was about So we to must leave. have just kind of missed you, I think. Maybe it was like it was in a couple yeah, years. Yeah, with a couple years, yeah. yeah. Because th- those guys had started when I was about to leave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but I do remember, yeah. Hmm. And Monroe, it is a good group from Philly. Yeah, there's, yeah. I mean, strong, <clears throat> all the way from you, comics, like your class, yeah. it's like Jay and you yeah. and Kurt, and yeah. then all the way down, like it's, there's, there's, and the weird thing is, talent. it kind of doesn't matter, like racially, it was racially mixed. Yeah. It was really mixed, but there was no weirdness in it. Nope. You know what I mean? Well, it that was, was like very, it was very good that way. We all did the same shows yeah. and the same shit. Same shows. Yeah. Same, yeah. same people didn't like us, the same people loved us. Right. We, you know, after like, you know, the, the, you know, less and lesser clubs, we started doing our own thing and we were all mixed in together, right. just doing everything. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Look at this fucking talking great, shop uh, here. Great place to come up, though, man. Yeah, it's such a brutally honest. Yeah, it's like you can get in front of a larger group of people, which is Silly. good. And it, yeah, and it's trash, brutal trash. But it's brutally honest. It's like right. if you're not funny, you're gonna know real quick right. that you're not fucking funny. Right. You know. But I, I love the beauty of that place. Just come back on Wednesday, sign up, and uh, and try again. Yeah. You know, alter it. You know, listen to the tape or whatever. There wasn't tape back then, but it's like work on your act, come back and try again. Mm-hmm. And at, at that point, you know, when I went, went through a breakup. It was a living on my own. I was like, I don't care if I fail. Like, usually I would be more sensitive to failure. Yeah. Okay. But I just didn't care. I was nothing like, to I, live for. Nothing to live for. Nothing to Don't lose, care. baby. Nothing to lose. Flying too the close Mike to Vecchione the Mike story. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> but I, I, I kind of operate better when it's like, all right, you know, get yourself together and fucking just keep coming. Yeah. Because I don't know about you that's guys. That's that wrestler in you. That's yeah. what that is. Well, well that's, that's, I was going to say that. Them. That's why you're such a, you're, if you're, if you got, for the listener, if you're not familiar with Mike, most of you probably are. Maybe one of the best joke writers working today. Meticulous. Oh, thank you. Nationally. Thank Definitely you. one of the best in the city. Thank like, you. It's insane. It's meticulous. And you hit it, hit it. And it's, I think it's that wrestling. It's that blue right. collar. It's the mushroom canning. It's the <laughs> fucking just go work, work, go, go, work, work. It's phenomenal. I've, I've never heard somebody say we moved to Boca, but I wanted to go back, back to, to Youngstown, <laughs> Ohio. I wanted to go back to Youngstown. Go back to the potato farm. Big John Cougar Melon Camp fan. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, I forgot to tell you why that because I was playing Pop Warner football. <laughs> my parents during the summer. He's good, baby. He transferred. He transferred Pop I Warner. Transferred. He redshirted one year. <laughs> they were sending scouts up. Like I hear this kid Becky Young can be a fell of a nose tackle. All the right moves. Great movie, by the way, with Tom Cruise. Anybody's uh, ever seen it? This is one of my favorite episodes of all time. So I'm in Florida. I'm going to keep going with this. Yeah, no, I'm going to get this out. This is the real reason. I, I couldn't believe it. Nose tackle, right? Nose tackle. But the practices weren't till 6 at night. <laughs> 6 p.m. And, and, and they started in the summer. And you know how football, two-a-day, all that stuff starts. So uh, my parents didn't have the money to send me to a summer camp. Mm-hmm. So I went to this summer camp in the hood, which was a, which was a good, really good summer camp. And they, did, they would take you for free. If, if you didn't have the money, and, uh. and we didn't have the money. So me and my sister went, my brother was a, a junior counselor at the summer camp with, that you had to pay to get into, so he got it for free. But me and my sister were put into this other uh, summer camp, which there was nothing wrong with it, but they just didn't take many trips. Like, the budget was sure. because, you know, you didn't pay. So, But it, there was supervision, and my mother 
we were too young to be left at home. I was like 10 or something. So left us in the summer camp, and it was just so hot all day. I didn't want to do any of the activities because I knew I was going to have practice at night. Yeah, you don't want to exert yourself. So yeah, and I and and you know he's it's sitting like, in the shade, not... carbo loaded. Dude, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's a six year old worries about that. It's he's really... like, listen, I can't fuck. If I blow it all out in kickball, I'm never going to be able to fucking do. You got up no and creatine down. here. What the fuck? <laughs> didn't have the give energy. me a fucking protein bar or something. Did not have the energy level, and I'll tell you what. He's got the soul of like a three hundred year old man. Really, I'm an yeah, old soul. I love it. But, I uh, fucking love it. The, the summer camp was a great summer. It was a great summer camp because it was called <laughs> it was called Florence Fuller Summer Camp. This is why I want to know. There, the, he's such Fuller an old soul, camp. and he's so thorough. There's no way he's garbage because he thinks about uh. everything. He's got everything thought out, dotting his eyes, crossing his teeth. A fantastic summer camp for financially strapped people. <laughs> And I was put. That's in a long. That's a long acronym. <laughs> I was put in that summer camp. But see that in the brochure. Can I tell you guys something? They for every day for lunch they would give us um, dark meat uh, chicken. It was chicken. What? Yeah, it was. It was dark meat ch- chicken um, uh, legs wrapped in tin foil. And watermelon. Were they that's fried? What they, that's <laughs> what they were serving. No, baked. Was but it a they, Polish after school camp? <laughs> fried chicken and watermelon. It was. It was baked. A dark meat chicken wrapped in tin foil and watermelon. That's probably awesome. And I did not. No, to this day I cannot. Yeah, really? like dark meat chicken. I'm not and a dark I do not meat like guy. Watermelon uh, because of the way it, it was wrapped in tin foil. It was kind of like sweaty when uh, you would eat it. I, my so skin's it, crawling. Yeah, I didn't like it at all, and I still can't eat it to uh, this day. I would have crushed that. But overall, <laughs> a fantastic summer camp. But I just didn't have the energy to go. And and not to mention the fact when you play Pop Warner, I don't know if you guys realize this, but <laughs> I was going to school. Different from where I was playing football. So it's like you don't get any of the school spirit. You don't get any of the girls noticing that you're playing yeah. football. Like none of that. It's all separated. So nobody in school you can't knows go back what you're and doing. Talk about the blocks you had. And <laughs> Nothing. You know, yeah. No one cares. <laughs> you so, see that crackback on 62? <laughs> <laughs> so when I moved to Ohio, the football was attached to the school. It was uh, Canfield where my mother went to school. You wanted an identity. And, my uncles. and I, I went to school, and it's like practices right after school. There's no six o'clock practice. Yeah. It's like everybody was like uh, friends in school. You would go play football together. It's like, wow, this is, I was loving it. Friday Eighth grade lights. was one of my that best make, years. That makes sense. I would want to, I, I have total sense. Yeah. I would want to do the same. Eighth grade was one of my best years. Eighth grade, I'd say my single best year. Eighth grade. <laughs> Eighth grade. <laughs> oh my God. I had a good senior year too, but eighth grade, man. <laughs> Senior year was the best. Forget about uh, it. So Some people funny. hated their high school experience. Uh, they absolutely the hated it, and I loved it. I love my high school. I I love mine. I didn't have. I, we were like the partiers. Like we partied about. Yeah. Like you were like the sports. I didn't give a fuck right. about. We were just like party. We're like right. oh, you see a movie and like they're partying in high school. I'm like that's what I want to do. Right. So like I loved. It. I had a blast. But with everything you're saying, I I recognize it, and I'm grateful, and I know how lucky I was the environment that I was able to grow up in, and the coaches that I had were fucking literally. I mean, I, I couldn't have been more lucky. So yeah, we I, I fucking loved it. Me too. But I know and people I, had shitty experiences. On that school, note, I'm grateful. Sucks. I'm I'm grateful for the coaches I had, the teachers, and the people that I went to school with in both places were unbelievable. Like it was really uh, in both places, very very good. And that makes what are all, we doing here? Let's makes, fucking go! God <laughs> damn it! All I the difference in the world, up. man. All right, I'll be steady QB. One on one, I'm steady. Red Q. nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! I would love for Vecchio to lay you out across the middle. <laughs> fucking take your head off. Full pads, full gear. Yeah, oh, you'd love it. <laughs> I'd take a good hit too. I remember getting a fucking nice concussion in fucking college, and the way we fell into each other, the, the defensive coach thought I hit the kid hard. 
I didn't know my fucking name. I just fell into it. The big guy could take a hit. That would be awesome. Hey, what's up, everybody? I want to tell you about our new sponsor, Cushy Dreams, baby. Cushy Dreams has high-quality CBD bud, and I, for one, am a big fan of CBD. I started taking it about a year ago to take the edge off. You know what I mean? Really calms me down, which I like. And I didn't even know you could smoke it until Cushy Dreams came along. It's fantastic. I smoke a little bit after a long day of podcasting with the big man to help take the edge off because it gets on my nerves. I go home. I fill up a nice bath because I draw a mean bath. You know that about me. I light up some fucking CBD bud from Cushy Dreams, and I just let the day melt away. And here's what's great about Cushy Dreams. It's grown in the U.S. of A, baby, homegrown, 100% hand-trimmed, never machine-trimmed, get it out of here. Cushy Dreams takes an artisan approach. Every run is a small batch. It has independent lab testing, compliance, and purity. Each batch is slow-cured to preserve flavor in the cannabinoids. Good night. Cushy Dreams cannabis comes in both cans and pre-roll, so they do the work for you. If you're a pothead, so when you open up one of these cans, you'll instantly realize that it's high-quality bud. It's high-quality stuff we're talking about here. And plus, Cushy Dream ships legally to 50 states and is CBD cannabis that isn't going to get you high. Because I don't smoke weed anymore, but I like taking this stuff to take the edge off. It's easy-peasy. So if you go to CushyDreams.com and use promo code GARBAGE, you're going to get 20% off. So do it. Now back to the show. All right, let's get into it. All this, right. oh Jesus Christ, I love the, I love an episode that we're fuck thirty minutes, thirty eight minutes in, we haven't even fucking started grilling this guy yet. Now yeah. there's no way that he's going to be garbage. There's no way. But I would like to delve Class in act. to the right. to the meticulousness yeah. that is. <laughs> let's we well, let's let's look at it this way. Let's find the level of class. Yes. Let's find the level of yes. class. All right. This is one that I had for you. I, but knowing, you know, hardcore Italian, yes. um, I didn't know you, you, your family used to, uh, you know, you lost out to big, big ragu, you know, big ragu came in. Yeah, we lost. What jar will you, if you, what jar pasta sauce will you buy today? Um, you might make it, whatever, but yeah. if you have to buy a jar, right, if you're if hemmed up. To... Wait, hold on. Not, would you ever? Let's start yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you yeah. would? Yeah, because oh. I'm not a big, like, um, first of all, I don't eat. I'm not eating yeah, pasta yeah, anymore. yeah, yeah. But uh, um, but if I did back when I was eating it, uh, I would do four cheeses. Was one I would buy from Classico. Yeah, Classico. Yeah, and then tight. the other one was Rayos. Because what? I got to eat at Rayos before. It, it, hold on, Rayos is like fifteen dollars. Is it worth it? It's a pricey yeah. jar. Yeah, it's 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 good. You think it's worth it? It's, really? It's he's good, the yeah, Vecchione right. stamp of approval. It's very good. He's 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 oh. from a, a sauce mean, family. You get what you pay for. Yeah. I mean, it's fifteen dollars. I, I for can't a reason. bring myself. How'd you get to a table at Rayos? Who'd you go with? Uh, Mike De Stefano. Nice. I, I could mix him with Chris, but yeah, yeah, Mike yeah. Uh, Mike was a great comic. Do you guys remember him? I watched yeah. his was... uh, the documentary that the Cringe guys or the yeah. college. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, but he was a really weird uh, close friends, and uh, he called me up. I was at the gym, I remember, and he was like, I, I want to know if you want to go. We got an extra seat. I'm like, <laughs> okay, dude, this is – Mike, I'm going to tell you this right now. I said, listen – um, why don't you think about it for 15 minutes? Yeah. <laughs> maybe there's somebody who can... That's I, even I, more I, I actually I so Maybe somebody could help you in the bit. Like, call Colin. Yeah, when, call someone you know, who Call wants, Colin and yeah. ask him. Like, somebody who, like, who you're friends with, we're all cool with, but, like, somebody who can would actually appreciate help, would appreciate yeah, it yeah, and yeah, help you, you know? Uh, because I, you know... You're not... I, yeah, I'm at the I'll same take, level, I'll take you to pizza next That's week, a fucking yeah. classy move right there. But uh, yeah. he took me, and uh, it was... 
fucking fantastic. For the folks man. out there that don't know, Rayo's is this ultimate exclusive Italian restaurant that there. I mean, there's like five, six tables, right? And I mean, you know, all controlled by all controlled by mob captains. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, in, in the heyday, it's Madonna's over here, this one's over there, De Niro's yeah. over there, and to go to that restaurant is fucking damn near impossible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mike DeStefano, Mikey him, D, Mikey D bull. was the man. So he was bull, baby. He was the man. One of the guys from his neighborhood had a. Uh, table there so mm-hmm. and uh, so we all sat there and ate and it was uh it was fantastic i don't think i've ever heard the the pass it off to go ask someone else that's a fucking home that's run move. if you ask me to go to popeyes right now no because i know how valuable i know that but seat still is, that's you know? like you're thoughtful that's yeah. you're very thought that's yeah. thought out a bunch of you pretty know. good yeah, yeah well i didn't want they... him to like not think about it and be like ah you know mm-hmm. you know that's a fucking class act yeah. move yeah, nowadays comics would be slitting each other's throats. <laughs> Dude, to, I would to get on the list. I for would frantic. fucking. I would step over your dead body. <laughs> but for people who don't know, Rayo's closed on the weekends. Is it's it? It's closed on the weekends, even before the pandemic. Was like closed on the weekends, only open during the week, and everybody except our table was fucking hammered. Really, they were hammered. Damn. Yeah. Hmm. I love it. Classy because operation. we were sitting with guys that other guys were coming over and giving respect to, Ooh. and um, and they were like everybody was. He's a every, friend of ours. Who everybody, was it? Paul everybody, everybody was hammered except for us. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I want to be like sober. Yeah, this, I want to be man. lucid. Dude. I want to remember all of this. Yeah. Damn, I would drink just out of nervous energy. I'd have to be like, I'd, oh, I'd be scared they thought we were cops or something like that. Because we get that now. Well, we, we can't walk into a fucking bodega no, and ask for a pack of Well, first of all, he dresses like the world's worst undercover cop. He's typically, this is good for him right now. This is good. He's typically in a, a fucking huge Hawaiian button-up that doesn't close. That's so great. Camo shorts, and he walks in. We walk, I walked in to buy a pack of cigarettes last last week out, out front of here. We walked into two different bodegas, and I walked into the back to get a bottle of water, and he stayed up front, and he goes, hey, how you doing today, man? Like, he's making small talk with right. the guy, and I'm like... What this is just a you came in with a weird vibe, dude. So then I get the water, I go in a pack of marble lights, and he goes, No, 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 we don't do that here. Any trucks from Florida coming he, up today? He, re, he refused to sell me cigarettes at a bodega, and we walked into another one. And the I said, Stop, you're acting weird, don't do it. Walked in and asked the guy, Hey, how you doing? Before That's he refused nice. to sell me cigarettes, so I said, You gotta walk around the block or something. <laughs> you're a fucking cock blocking me, dude. Uh, he, he goes in with like you know you you go in with mayor fucking vibes and people get this is New York this ain't fucking Bluebell or wherever the fuck you came from. Kevin's not a big fan of mine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big fan of yours in small increments. This is more of that. a work relationship. Not when he's not smoking. Yeah, That's when he's true. Not smoking, exactly. I'm trying to get getting, my I'm trying to get my antsy. picks, dude. And you're over here fucking blocking me. I'm surprised you would even entertain the idea of of a jarred pasta sauce. To be honest with you, you do cook, right? I do cook, but uh, like I eat different now. I don't eat I pasta gotcha. at all. So, but um, I, I imagine when, the, the when part- I did eat, I was big on. I wasn't all make it from scratch. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. okay. But that, yeah, of so course, it's also that's from, a whole process. Unless whole you're making process, for a bunch yeah. of people or a yeah. lot, it's it's it's. My mother much. does that, and when I go she home, she probably and, throws and down. It's, it's, she throws Damn. down, man. Wow. She really fucking does. I really appreciate it now. But last time I was home, I was like, I was eating this way, which is clean. I didn't. I had the option for pasta, but I was like, no, you know what? Let's just go sausage and peppers, which Ooh. is delicious also because we took the provolone and wrapped it in the provolone. Oh, buddy. I've never even, I didn't ever even thought of that. Sausage and peppers with the olive oil, you know, it soaks in olive oil. When mom does it right, man. Oh, man. Okay. Out Let of the park. It's a killer. I imagine the apartment is meticulously spotless. No. Really? My apartment is not. Really? No, because me and Dan live together, me and um, Soder. Yeah. And, uh, 
I love the guy. I love he, it's the best. Yeah. It's really the best. <laughs> and um, we just have a bunch of stuff that's accumulated from over the years, years you know, yeah. shows and what and whatever, and just stuff that. So there's a table. You know, uh, my girlfriend uh, actually comments about it. It's like anytime I'm like, "Hey, can you put your stuff over here?" and she's like, "What? A whole table full of yeah." Like we just <laughs> add it to the table. So we have a table of all of both of our shit on it. And uh, but it's it's. It's neat, but there's a we've accumulated a lot. We really you. have to go through everything. Yeah, make okay. your bed every morning. Yes, oh, fucking yeah, do that. You have one. to. It's like called that. That's, that's Jordan Peterson. <laughs> really? I don't know if you guys know that. Really, that's Jordan Peterson. That's uh, make your bed. I mean, I made my bed. You anyway. mean the, the admiral, whoever it was that made the commencement speech? No, that's no. the guy on. He's been on Rogan a bunch of times. Yeah, he's okay. a psychologist who's like uh, the twelve rule. He has a book, Twelve Rules for Life. Mm-hmm. He's a uh, Whatever, uh, controversial for some reason. Yeah, it was know. the Canadian guy that made yeah. the. He was a Canadian professor and yeah. gotten some. Said he wouldn't water. say the gender pronouns. Yeah, he refused some, yes. to say them. But um, mm-hmm. but he, his book is great, and he. Do you refuse to say gender pronouns, Mike? <laughs> I will call you guys both Z and Zer. <laughs> yes, Zer. Oh, that, that, that's ridiculous. But um, he's fantastic, and I'm a big fan. I was reading his book, and uh, his book is all about that. About you know, you you don't have that much. It's like. Just take care it of it. Take it up. Make it's, it it's nice. It's one of those things you know? you've accomplished something before you've even left right. the room. It's the same right. with a cold shower. They yeah. say if you do a cold shower in the morning, oh, you've well, accomplished the hardest thing that you're probably going to have to face is that three-minute cold shower. It's all momentum, too. It's like I get even if you get up to pee, like charge my phone because I don't like to charge it overnight because mm-hmm. it, it wrecks the battery. So <laughs> I'll charge it. I'll charge the phone, go pee, come back. I'll wake up. Um, and the phone is already charging. It's like we already have one yeah, thing yeah, done. Yeah, go. We got momentum get the, going get the, into the get day. Get the ball, the, the, the ball rolling down the hill. That's it. Cold showers are great if you're crashing really hard, too. Get fucking... Jolt. Yeah, get yeah. a nice little jolt. If you were so inclined to partake um, in such activities. This is going to be a long shot, but have you ever owned any inflatable furniture, Mike? Inflatable furniture. A have chair, a couch. I don't own that much, first of all. Let me just say that. I really am. This guy, uh, dude, this guy sleeps with a go bag and can shit it's the fan. He's got a couple of passports, a roll of fucking five grand. I got a friend in Florida. Uh, he went to West Point, and I grew up with him. And uh, he's great. He's a great guy. Went to West Point, and he's a Corps of Engineers guy. He's, super, like, he's a great dude. He lives in Miami as a house, and his house is the house. He's Cuban, and his immigrant grandmother and grandfather came in. They had 16 kids in the house. He owns the house now. It's just Mm -hmm. him, and it's just he keeps it simple on purpose. I mean, he has has the money to do whatever. He doesn't like that. He Mm. keeps it simple on purpose. He doesn't have a flat screen. He has a regular TV. He does that purposefully, and I, I love that. Wow. Yeah. I, I, keep I it easy. It. Keep, keep keep it, it easy. simple, stupid. Keep it simple. So inflatable furniture, I would have to go now. No, okay. Let me ask you this. You, uh, you're pouring something down. You have a you have a garbage disposal? No. Okay, perfect. All right. So uh if you're washing dishes or whatever yeah. and the, a little bit of food collects in the in the thing, right. will you A let the water run and use your finger to smush it down? Mm-hmm. Or will you scoop it out and throw it away properly? I don't scoop it out. We have one of those drains that catches it and I'll take it and then I'll I'll Bang it out. Bang it out in the garbage and then put it back. Yeah, I just Very got good. one. I just moved places and I finally got one of those things. I That's feel like, a classic. I feel like a fucking Rockefeller with it. I do the finger and smush everything down. We know. Okay. We could tell. I also pour bacon grease down that thing. Too. Do you? Yeah. <sighs> you know, Doesn't that fuck up your drain? Yeah, it's for like the whole building. Everybody below, everybody below you. You're maybe clogging for, up their whole Maybe shit. for the next guy, I just moved out. Break, <laughs> sucker. <laughs> 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 you ain't getting uh, a deposit either. Do you, well, do you eat bacon on your current diet? 
Yes. What do you do with the bacon grease in a New York City apartment? It's tough. What do you do with it? I uh, pour it in a can, an empty can or a jar or something, and then throw it out I- I separately. Well, you throw it out immediately, or you let it build up for a couple of days or a week. I, I, I might something. let it. I might let it sit there. Yeah. yeah. I might okay. let it. I'm not gonna throw it away right away because okay. if I make it again, something again, I might need to. Of course. Would you ever um, use that grease to cook? I thought about it, but I've never done it. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, have you ever owned a Sopranos or Goodfellas poster? <laughs> I think that might be a yes. Oh, no. yeah. Because I have, I have um, in my room, I, I got to obviously redecorate. I got a lot of problems in there. But um, <laughs> I can see I you a, rolling around Philly in fucking the early 2000s. Baggy jeans, a royal blue button down. A pair down, of carpenter jeans Royal or blue button down, a t-shirt, and a fucking leather jacket. Yeah. Abso-fucking uh, <laughs> with that exact haircut. <laughs> <laughs> fucking this was a popular haircut. guys around. This was it. a popular haircut in South <laughs> Philly. so in the, perfect. In the early That's 2000s. Perfect. That is the South Philly. Yeah, what are you talking Philly about? Look, South yeah. Philly special. <laughs> um, I have a... Tony and Tina's poster. <laughs> okay, well that's that's. Okay. Uh, yeah, are that's, you on it? Are you? That's, the... that's work. Is it, is that's it you, just work. Is it you and the? Uh, are no. you? Oh, that it's would a, be awesome. Another, You're like giving actor. her giving her like a dip. <laughs> um, Tony and Tina's poster. I have a um, Michael Corleone um, in Sicily. <laughs> okay. Uh, I have a <laughs> in, in, in Sicily. He's got, in Sicily. He's got a fucking. He's in Sicily. He's <laughs> <not> Avalone. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly that. Yeah. It's right, oh, right. That's pretty trash. He's sitting at the. T- it's the scene where he's sitting at the table before, when the when when he before he asks the father his true before he tells the father his true intentions. Oh, okay. What do you mean when they're sitting in front? When they're sitting in front, and the father gets offended and yeah. goes in the back. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, right. that's it's the, from that scene, and so that and then I have Raging Bull. Which De Niro is just like with his fists up like this. Poster of John F. Kennedy. To <laughs> <laughs> then I got Jimmy Hoffa's ashes. Picture of Dennis Franz in the bathroom. Sipowitz. Uh, Corleone. Sipowitz. Um, Raging Bull, Jake LaMotta, and then um, Brad Pitt from Fight Club. Wait, are these all in your apartment yeah, right now? All in, right now, as oh, we speak. That's pretty Unfortunately, tragic. my friend, we're going to have to put that in the fire. Are they framed? Yes. That's even worse. What the <laughs> I don't they know. Framed. They are framed. I got them framed. Uh, I like think frames a little ago. better. Scotch tape, like half ripped. Yeah, if it's, uh, you know, like thumb my, blue, my Blues Brothers couple. poster in college. Yeah. Uh, At least they're man. framed, but yeah, Italians love Italians, man. Yeah, <laughs> you guys just love each other. I know. But now I look at it and I go, this whole thing is hacky. Yeah, it gets, it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty yeah, hacky. Yeah, 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 but yeah, I like sure. him for I like the calm coolness of uh, Corleone. The, um, yeah, premeditation. well, that's different because it's like it's also it's a shot of uh, you know a, a, it's a cinematic shot. It's a cinematic shot of a world famous movie. That's right. understandable. Is it the cover but it's of a, De Niro? It, it, it's a it's a movie that's I, I guess, but it's such a common movie. Mm-hmm. It's almost like when somebody says something that's hack it's like it's just even if it's like it's just such a good it's such a thing that's well known yeah so i'm not saying the godfather is an unbelievable movie yeah all the series but it's like kind of hacky like an italian guy uh de niro (laughs) uh pacino the pope well the ed norton's a little different so yeah yeah, that's a curveball you said you have well it's brad pitt with his shirt off yeah yeah, yeah. and went in the in the basement of fight club but again early 2000s yeah that was all class right there yeah People would think you were rich, like holy shit. <laughs> Do you own? It? I love that movie, by the way. What Fight, Fight Club? Club. Oh, sure. fantastic! I fucking love fantastic. it, man. And not for the reasons that most people like, like not for the fighting or any of that. Big but soap the, guy. I'm a big for the. Sp- <laughs> That's a deep cut. That's Come pretty. On. That's that pretty was. solid. That almost slipped by me. I, like, I know, and you of all to people, I thought you were going to snag that. 
Um, him, he didn't. He would. He didn't. I went right over. His I know exactly head. what you're talking about. I make and I sell soap. I make and I sell soap. <laughs> but it's this. It's the psychology of uh, the underlying psychology. Sure. Yeah. I love it. Hmm. Yeah. And Meatloaf was great in it. Meatloaf was fucking he was first concert I've phenomenal. ever seen. Shout out to Meatloaf. Oh, Bad out of hell tour. Bad out of hell. Forget about it. I don't it. know why my mom took me Woo! to that, but I loved it. That played every, at every fucking summer party. That played fucking for hours. <laughs> While my parents and their friends were all getting all juiced up, <laughs> yeah. doing God knows what to God knows who. When doing I anything for love. <laughs> 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 Why gets the big bucks? Printed, printed as a clip. Printed as a clip. That is a hot one. Do you have any DVDs now? Do you have any, <laughs> any DVDs? Oh, we have a whole. Can you see them when you walk? They're like displayed. Yeah. Do you uh, use them? Are you guys watching? Oh, that's DVDs? Dan's. It's that's Dan's thing. I don't okay. want to blow up his spot. Okay. Well, but, he's uh, trash. We had him. Yeah. Oh, so oh, okay. He's pure trash. Yeah. I'd be upset if he didn't own DVDs. He has them, and I have them like in boxes, but I don't have. He has them displayed. That's another level thing where you go. This is look how much money I got, or whatever. Look how. And then he puts his. Pro wrestling dolls on top of it. We were talking. We just talked yeah, about that as well great. with him. You ever yeah. see Friday? I got it right here. You want to check it out? <laughs> One, two, entry. But uh, Dan, I know uh, you said he's trash, but he's a specific brand of like Western Colorado. Sure, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. He has that flavor to mm -hmm. him. He was very, very nineties trash. He was yes. a very like product of the not like you know nineties right. kid. Yeah, yeah. Let's take the uh, let's take the roommate situation. See if we can, can exploit that a little bit. We might we might be onto something here with the fucking. Posters. Oh, and I have a picture of uh, Jesus. I have a because you're a good Christ. fucking kid, Mike. That's uh, why. With a sacred heart that my mother gave me. And then there's another picture of Jesus, and I have a joke Ooh. about this, but inside the picture of Jesus with just a prayer. Ooh, that's frightening. So it's like yeah, two It's pictures. a little ominous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Worry about hell much, Mike? Do you? My joke is if this Jesus... This guy's fucking wound a little too tight. <laughs> if Jesus was on Facebook, it's like his profile <laughs> his picture and his resurrection <laughs> background photo. <laughs> that's Jesus' cover photo. Yeah. Uh, are there any TV trays in this apartment? Uh, you know what? I do have a TV tray. It's um, a wooden one, though. It's not the cheap, not the cheap plastic, plastic one. It's it is wooden. Do you though. use it? Uh, I'll use it to shoot like videos if I'm keeping oh, okay. something on That's it. But fine. I won't use it to eat. Where, okay. are you, where are you eating most of your meals when you're home alone? <laughs> a bathtub. Uh, kitchen. And at the kitchen table, yeah. there's a kitchen. We have a desk that over that is as high, so I'll eat the meals there. So you're not sitting there watching TV like a dirtbag with the with the TV tray and a bottle of hot sauce on no. it. You're eating it in the kitchen. Eating in the kitchen. Are you watching TV while you're eating? I'll watch the computer. I can't okay. lie. Okay. I will yeah. watch that's the fine. computer. That's yeah. fine. Still, wow, 2020. that's fucking discipline right there. I would eat in my bed if fucking I was by myself. <laughs> hmm. All right, this, is, this has been a hot button issue. Well, they got two hot button issues. Uh, I want to know this being in a roommate situation... Do you brush your teeth in the shower? Oh, I thought you were going to ask if we were Proud Boys. <laughs> you got the haircut. <laughs> we are both Proud Boys, but we are not in the organization yes. Proud Boys. Excellent. Um, go you ahead. I'm sorry. What? Brush your teeth in the shower. No. No. Right? It's disgusting. I just never thought of it. I never thought of doing that. Like, Would you today go home and try it out tonight? No, I won't do it. That's yeah, gross that's for you. It's not gross. It's just it's just I never learned those routines, and I, I don't see a reason to. I'll shift routines if I see benefit in it. Sure, but um, well, people just say because it saves you guys money. are telling me to do it doesn't mean I'm gonna. You know, you have Man, to give me some reason. That's a great reasons. fucking answer. I've never learned those routines. Well, that that goes back to it. It's it's under. You're not supposed to be brushing your teeth in the shower because I've never seen a toothbrush commercial or a toothpaste commercial where right. they're in the shower brushing their teeth. They're always at the sink like a fucking gentleman. Well, I'm making it now. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, why don't they new fucking content. have that? Because you're not supposed to brush your teeth in the shower. It's disgusting. I don't know. 
about it. We'll talk about this. The after FDA is a sham. <laughs> the FDA is a sham. It's the ADA. <laughs> Association of Dentists of America. Four out of five say that you can um, brush your teeth. Four out of five say Four out of five dentists. Man, this guy's got punchlines. <laughs> but so, it's like, how do you masturbate then? That's it's what like I'm. I got a brush first. I know. Maybe use a you know electric toothbrush. Two that goes down in the shower. That's acceptable. Is that where you do your business? Masturbation? Yes. No. Not in the shower. <laughs> Not anymore. I mean, when I was really young, maybe uh, sure. yeah. when there was nowhere else. You I'm big into wet house. work myself. Really? Still, really? Still? Yeah. But I will tell you this. Uh, uh, to that, I stopped watching porn. Yeah, you're nice. in a healthy yeah. relationship that typically it slows it down. Or was it a choice? It was a choice. Wow. Too you're much? like, that's it? I'm done? Uh, I think it's bad. I, I don't. They've done studies, but uh, I, I think it's bad for you. It, well, you I fly sure, too close to the sun a little bit. Yeah, it... it does something to your endorphins where it, it activates your pleasure cells too much and mm-hmm. it's not good. I agree. I don't know. And I I have it's not a moral judgment on people who do porn or people who watch Plus porn. Jesus watching just, you. Yeah, it's a little Je- tough. <laughs> <laughs> He's watching beaky, no matter beaky. what. I think you want to take a walk or something, huh? But I go just, get the hey, paper. Jesus, go look at the car, will you? <laughs> yeah, but I find it to be almost it's too stimulating. No, I, I totally agree. Especially when you're like looking and you're looking and you're looking and you're yeah. like, I'm like, what am I doing? If yeah. I had one of these when I was twelve, I would have, you know, right. like now I'm going through nine thousand videos. Yeah, I think Patrice had a joke about that where it's like you need more and more depraved things to get yeah, off. Of course. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And that's I don't know the science behind it really, but that's just not a good sign. Yeah. That's a sign of addiction. For sure, know? for sure. Yeah. yeah, my endorphin system is all fucked up. <laughs> all <laughs> really? You seem like you got a good head on your shoulders. Oh, man. <laughs> get into some weird shit. All right. Let's see here. Uh and also, uh, if you go out to a restaurant, and I know you the diet or whatever, but pre diet, if you went out to a restaurant, right. uh hold on. If you're going where you're going with this, this has been Devastating. Civil war splitting on social media. People are fucking going crazy about it. Oh wow. Yeah. But I I I I am confident and I know you're classy that you're gonna you're gonna do the right thing and answer the right way. Good, good, Kevin. I'm sorry. You're out you're out to dinner. Yeah. Will you and there's leftover food, will you do a doggy bag and take home the leftover food? Yeah, I will. Yeah. Uh, and first of all, I object to the fucking the way you, 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 you the way you Is said that a leading doggy question? bag. A hundred percent. They're called doggy bag. Get your ex girlfriend on the phone right now. Find <laughs> that was fucking a leading question. Why? It's leftovers. It's not a doggy bag. It's trash, is what it is. If we're cutting the fucking, if we're splitting hairs here, bec- can it, you believe this? Do you believe uh, he doesn't believe in leftovers? You don't believe in taking leftovers? I, I no. just think that's I'm not a big waste guy. Sure, so I, I finish my it. meal at the thing. I very also, rarely have meal left food left over. I can't force. I was I was grew up with eat everything on your plate, mm-hmm. and since I've learned that that's wrong, that's the wrong way to be. Yeah. So if there's food left over, the rare I, I, for me there rarely was, mm-hmm. but uh, I would take it home sure. just because I'm against wasting. It. Sure. Yeah. Now, do you have it that night? Later on, probably, in the yeah, I would have. Nice. Would I you put it in the had. fridge or would you let it sit out so it keeps like its natural freshness? Um, natural freshness. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, you know the natural bacteria. Well, you know what? <laughs> the airborne <laughs> stuff. <laughs> the COVID. <laughs> Does this have COVID on it? I would, I would let it sit out, but I always with um. When you let it sit out, it's almost like you're admitting to yourself that you're, you're a pig and that you're going to yeah, eat yeah, it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's and a foregone conclusion. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, if you we live in a world where he has leftovers. What are we talking about? <laughs> you well, you it... haven't had a leftover since 92. That's not true. What do you mean? It's a Tony D's last week. I fucking brought up a whole bunch of muscles Order, and stuff. Ordering an additional entree to go is not take home. <laughs> Cut the <to> commercial. <laughs> Prank call. 
But uh, leaving it out, uh, when you put it in the fridge, you're like, okay, I'm going to delude myself and think that I'll eat it tomorrow. And then you go to the fridge and yeah. See, I don't even skip that because yeah. it's better if you just leave it out and then around 11 o'clock, you fucking throw that in the microwave. Yeah, for you don't a have to get or- it warm. You don't have to go ah. from cold to warm. It's just like you were right at the restaurant, Mikey. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, but uh, fasting is like, I got to get you. I got to. It's unbelievable. I've tried. It's I've, unbelievable I've tried it and it never feel, clicked. I lost a bunch of weight doing I lost like 55 pounds doing no sugar, no grains back right. in the day. I was able to keep most of it off, but and then I tried intermittent fast. I just can't; it just doesn't click for me. It's not. Yeah, but I, just discipline yourself. Be like six o'clock. I'm gonna eat one last time, and then I'm not eating. I don't give a fuck what happens. Yeah, I just get you gotta boss yourself and be like, I'm not fucking eating after. You this. got that discipline. I and know, I'll I tell you what, fucking as hard as a nail. This I guy. can't fucking believe it, dude. Yeah. I can't believe how what you look great. You're glowing. It's had on my energy level. Yeah, like I'm 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 sharing it with anybody who will listen to me. I might have to. I might have to take you up on it. I would love to see Mike tune somebody up from like like across the street. (laughs) I bet you'd be nice and. I bet he does this after he knocks him out. Like (laughs) he fixes his. He shoots his cuffs real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Mikey, shoot the cuffs on his jerk off. (laughs) I'm not that guy at all. I'm a very. um, Yeah, you're very calm. I'm a a calm and loving guy. Yeah, you are. You're a sweetheart. (laughs) I bet you throw a good gut punch though, huh? It's that one where this one, this hand goes up. You know what I'm going to do? You know what I'm going to do? <laughs> <laughs> Give me a fucking leftovers. Yeah. Um, yeah, I under... Uh, the, uh, the leftovers, there was... Then, like, the Barstool guys who were friends with KFC and Feidelberg, they all picked it up, and it's been, like, an ongoing war now. And I just want to put... But if you take leftovers, you're trash? I, I, it's a trashy yeah, thing to do? I don't do. think you're trash. It's a trashy thing to do. One, because... here Here's my points of view. And people say it's so good. I'm not saying it's not good. KFC, Feidelberg, I like hot do- I like, no. I like hot dogs in the microwave. Just because I like it doesn't mean it's not trash. It is a trash thing to do because I think... Why? If, if you didn't take it home, it's literal trash. It's going in the garbage. There's no other use for it. Right. And it's like... Even if you one, didn't finish it, that's... A- they're called doggy bags. It was supposed... It started... First of all, it started in depression to take food home to your dog. That's literally how it started. I've done some research. <laughs> <laughs> Your Honor, you trash. Um, I'm taking it home for my emotional support animal. <laughs> if you take it home... Dude, if it's a thing you can take home for you or your dog... It's not like it's not a classy yeah, thing a, to do. That's a decent point, but I, I just I look at it from a waste standpoint. Sure, and I understand. I don't that. give a fuck if it becomes illegal. I'm fucking still doing it. I'll pay that right now. <laughs> yeah, buddy, you're no fucking. What? Are, you're no. There's Kennedy. no way I'm leaving a fucking you're... half a plate of carbonara fucking <sighs> for Man. some busboy to get his. Dude, answer. I was never a big carbonara guy. My my wife <laughs> my wife turned me on to it. She's German, so it's all the Italians. Oh, wow. and she, in Germany, and like, so their pizza places are all like actual. It's like a Italians. bacon, egg, and cheese, but with oh, pasta. Oh man, you drop the, it's got the egg, it's got the fucking, oh, good night. I thought you were talking about the true TV show, Carbonara. <laughs> He's a magician with pasta. <laughs> the things he does, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Is this your meatball? <laughs> Big Nathan to you guy. I like it. That's good. All right, here. I think I only got one or two more, maybe. I think he's pretty bulletproof. You're going to find maybe one or two things, yeah. but, I mean, what are we doing? This guy's fucking, mm-hmm. Here's know. one. Um, when you're eating, yeah. okay, are you a bite and sip guy, or are you eat the meal, have your drink? Where do you stand on that? Uh, I got to say that I'm... I only drink black coffee. <laughs> black coffee, herbal tea. I don't drink when I eat. <laughs> Turn the lights off. I, I don't know. I don't know about that. But here's what I will say. I eat. I eat. I and I'm trying to. I'm trying to work on this. Mm-hmm. I eat fucking fast. I yeah. eat really fast, and I don't. I don't drink water until like after I'm. I'm 
trying to be um that's that steel country i'm trying idiot. to be more of a conscious eater yeah like take a bite you know how they, they te- teach you in fat like camp. 25 times or yeah. something they say they teach you at a fat camp it's like um what did you go to fat you- camp no my father my father was a real heavy okay set guy and they taught him different strides like eat with your non-dominant hand like slow it down, shit, a slow it bit. down. Ah. Chew twenty five times. Take a sip of water. Put the uh, utensils down and sit there for a second and just be at peace with it. Mm. Like really taste. You have the to food. appreciate it as well. Appreciate the food. Taste the food. Swallow the food. Sit there for a second. Let it hit your stomach. <laughs> like I would just eat like an. And it's comes oh, from conditioning way, yeah. of yeah, being yeah, in a family yeah. where my mother would put the food down and we'd eat like fucking animals. <laughs> After we prayed. <laughs> Shout out to Jesus. Amen. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm you're hitting a lot of bullets with me. That's exactly what I We got to get yeah. you on fucking sure, yeah. we got to get you on intermittent fasting there or at go. least fucking uh, something. Dude, you could definitely do it. if you wrestled you could definitely do it. Or the name of that camp where I can get my hands <laughs> on, on that dark meat chicken. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> they have to a school program. Let's go the other way. Sir, how old are you? <laughs> fucking tackling kids. You got any thighs? Um <laughs> Wow. All right, I got... What's your current ringtone? That's just the regular what, what came with the phone. Class. Sleep with a fan on you? Directly no. on you? No. How many pillows are you using? Uh, if any. I'm using uh, an orthopedic and then another one. So, two. Are you snuggling the one or is it between your legs? Snuggling it. Hmm. Crazy, but not garbage. No, I'm a snuggler, too. I yeah. got one. I call it my husband. What's that all about? Snuggle the pillow, but can't, uh, apparently, you know, <laughs> you my not... girl actually asked me to snuggle more. Like, I can't do it with, I can't, just the legit, not, it's not emotions, but I just, the logistics of snuggling it's another person. That yeah. and the heat. Yeah. My pillow doesn't give off radiant right. heat, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's That's gotta be collected. something. I guarantee you people weren't doing that fucking 40, 50 years ago. There's no way fucking guys that fought in Normandy were snuggling a pillow at night. That's that's something with society. Well, how are they think. sleeping though? Probably on their backs, fucking straight up like this. The yeah, way I would imagine you with one eye open. <laughs> that's how my dad sleeps. Yeah, you stand it up in that's front scary. of a Footlocker. With... <laughs> that's what I'm picturing. <laughs> All right, Katie, you go to bed. I got watch. <laughs> Mike smoking. Me and Katie sleep back to back. <laughs> He's got a thermos of coffee. <laughs> See, she sleeps like she's disturbed by everything, though. So if uh, I would have this screen on what, my phone or something, and she would like, we would get, we got into numerous arguments about that at the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah, like she can't sleep if there's any noise, any light, any kind of fucking yeah. light, anything. And it's like me, I would go to sleep with like a full boxing match going on. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Dude, I could I've fallen asleep at Eagles games before. Like it doesn't <laughs> matter to me. I, I can yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> Did I remember the first the first time I went you to get my enough of that ketamine in you? Yeah, you <laughs> <laughs> I bet you did. Uh, uh, the first time I went to my uh, now wife's house, she had blackout curtains and an eye mask, and I was like, "This girl is psycho." Wow, she needs complete, complete, yeah. complete blackness, stillness, no lights. Same thing with the phone. Right, it's a fucking movement. Mess. Any uh, kind yeah. of movement, it's like a problem. Okay. Do you collect anything? You have a samurai sword in your apartment. Yes. You do. Well, no, it's not mine. Uh, it's Dan's. Dan's. That guy stinks. There's a series of uh, this guy's samurai sticking and moving and, on us. And uh, knives. Um, have you ever gone to Myrtle Beach for vacation? No. You travel with a full-size pillow? No. Take your shoes off on an airplane? No. Will you take food onto an airplane? Yes. Ooh. Really? Like, I, I used to do that. I don't do it now. I just fast. Okay. I'll just fast. But um, uh, I would take... Because I couldn't, I was doing keto and I couldn't eat the snacks or yeah. whatever. Dietary restrictions yeah. is different. Yeah, yeah I would take true. it because of dietary. You're not restrictions. Bringing a fucking I would get like baconator. Yeah, I would get the baconator and take the bread off, and I would take it on the plane and eat it. Oh, Ooh, really? That's pretty yeah, pre-COVID. 
pre-COVID. That's yeah. tough. That's smelt. Yeah. And, but uh, can I say something in my defense about sure. How do you trash? hold it? Do you eat it with a knife and a fork? What no, you I would take it with my hand. Wait a minute. Yeah, this is going to speak to trash. But this I would guy's a savage. But I, 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 I'm not... Push the next episode. We just found a well here. I look into the camera and defend myself. This guy's ready to fucking start Ladies and gentlemen of Are You Garbage, Mr. Vecchio. Turn the heat up a little bit. I'm not not trash. I'm a utility guy, though. (laughs) Okay, if something works for me and Mm -hmm. I find benefit in it, then I will do it to that end. But I have to say that I'm not trash. But some of the things that might seem like trash because I find utility in them. It's functional. It's functional. Yeah, I get that. And it's going to benefit me overall, which is trying to rise to a higher level, which is the exact opposite of trash. Yeah. So thank you for letting me make this statement. (laughs) There might be a couple of United Flight attendants that might say different. I'll tell you that right now. We got Vecchione in 32B fucking scarfing down Baconators again. I actually am the Burger King. So... Forget about it. That is pretty fucking I think I got one more... How do you clean a public toilet seat? If you're going, you got to do yeah. a number two. Right. You're jammed up. I get it's not an ideal situation. Right. It's relatively clean. There's no like big okay. markings or so or anything. What do you do? Do you have a problem with doing a number two in public? No. Okay. okay. Uh, functional. <laughs> um, I'll take the toilet paper. I take a bunch of it. I'll wipe it down. And then uh, that little crack in the middle there. Mm-hmm. That's where they I don't get want you. my penis. Not yes. that it's huge, but I don't want it accidentally <laughs> touching that. One hundred percent. So I'll clean that last. I'll put it in the toilet, flush it because I don't know where that water's been. Mm-hmm. I need fresh water, and then I'll go. I agree. You and then I'll flush. I'll flush immediately or halfway through it if it's um, more of a long <laughs> version yeah. for. Res- to respect the other people. Yeah. I do the same thing, but I take it an extra step, which I've been informed now is 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 a trashy move, is I will flush the toilet a couple of times, take all that toilet paper, give it a little dip in the toilet water, which I assume is clean wow. because it's no. flushed, no. and then give it a wipe. Yeah, and but then... what about on the outside of the yeah, bowl? No, I mean, obviously, there's shit in the I, bowl. I'm not I know, but the I water mean, still... The water comes in the side of the bowl, baby. Right, yeah. you're not looking at the at, at the invisible germs that might be on the outside yeah, of the that, bowl that, that would taint the that. water. Yeah, yeah. Please stop doing that. Okay, it's COVID, dude. We're in a pandemic. Oh you're using, no, even you before doing? you're using shit water. Even, even before uh, COVID, I, that seems that's crazy insane to me. To me. I, he told he said I this before, was, I and I let be... it slide because we were we were late in the episode and we were running out of minutes. But you gotta stop doing that. That's wow. nuts. I mean, how dirty is toilet water? It looks so cool and clean, doesn't it? Dogs love it. Crystal clear. Uh, you know what's a, a second note? The middle section there, you know where the where your uh, twig and berries go. Yeah, you can put a piece of toilet paper there. So even if there's there's no, uh, you can hang it over. Right. So there's no no oh. no. Oh, you have thought. a different buffer in case you do. You're on your phone. Whatever you slip, you're not you know. Right. You're like not a little, get, little curtain. Little curtain. Yeah. Man. Yeah. A little buffer zone. You wear a robe in the house. No, no oh, robe. I'm not I a robe guy. Yeah. Shoes off in the house. Shoes off. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Have you ever worn a wife beater in public? Uh yes. Ooh. In Philly, <laughs> the way he said in, in Philly, yeah, I, I do remember that. And now I had a um, a short sleeve shirt over it, but I have to say, uh, in full disclosure, I would take yes, yeah. yes, that's true. Would I you would. take it off sometimes and throw the t shirt over your shoulder? Because that's a real garbage move. Uh, no, like because I went to the bodega no, or something. Uh, uh, uh. Uh. I would because I would wear. I would keep the shirt. I would take the top shirt off and just wear the uh, beater. Oh, yeah, that's a tough one. Yes. When was the last time you wore jean shorts? I can't remember. Okay, uh, that's that's ha- the answer, it. and that's it's not for any kind of. Sure. They just don't look good on me. <laughs> What'd you get in your SATs? Nine hundred. 
It's all right. <laughs> no, it's not. What are you talking it's about? Ter- you it's I got an 870. It's terrible. It's a terrible. I thought by around 1,000 was okay. No, wow. 900 is pretty low. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I, the scoring is different now. Sure, yeah. But, but so we're going off the standard yeah. 1600. Gonna love yeah. forty smartest guy. You're in the fucking room. falling in love with this guy. He's, he's, How about Julian? He's got you wrapped around his finger. How about Julian McCullough got like a, a almost a perfect score? That's really. We were talking at the cellar one night, and he goes, "Yeah, well, I got like a fifteen eighty or something." He got, Holy or I mean, he might have got a sixteen. He might have got a, a sixteen hundred. Who else did really good that we've had on? I think Gillis. Gillis was pretty high. Yeah, Gillis was like a fourteen eighty. Got into West Point. You believe that? Yeah, West was Point. West Point. That. What's that? Was an Amico. Zach Amico he was like a fourteen eighty yeah. as well. Wow. That I can there. see. Yeah. Gillis, I fourteen eighty is insane. Yeah, yeah. Gillis got into West Point. I, That's I did, crazy. I, yeah, you need like a congressional. Just you went there to play football. Play football. Got into West. I know a couple guys like that. Greg Warren got into West Point. Yeah, that's um, right. The guy who beat me it in uh, the state tournament. What was his, his name? name? Was Harris Brummer. Yeah, you'll never, you'll <laughs> never, you'll never forget, forget that. Because he beat me good. Yeah. He beat me twice and beat me pretty <laughs> well. Fucking Brummer. <laughs> he uh, Brummer, if you're watching he, this, he went to Notre <laughs> it ain't Dame. Over. He went to Notre Dame on a scholarship, and then they shut their program down, or something happened, and then he went to West Point. Damn. Yeah, he was a smart guy I and know, tough. I know his heart as hard as wrestling is in in high school, yeah. and it's and you know state by state, Pennsylvania, Ohio. It's fucking, it's insane. Really tough. But the toughest of the tough would go to college, like a Division One college, and they would last maybe a fucking yeah. couple months. Yes. That's how crazy that was. Yeah, Division One yeah. wrestling doing is psycho we, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Psycho. We our our high school was really. I never wrestled, but we went to. I went to Council Rock, and they were like notorious. Oh they had them my all god! State they were state champions every year. So what year? What year are you? I graduated in 05. So there was one family that ran the fucking that ran it was the Rappos. They ran it. There was like six. There were six boys, and each one was like tougher than that. They all went to like North Carolina. What the old man do? He was like a fucking. He owned like a roofing siding company or something. I know the I know the coach. Sillen Perry. Yeah. Yeah. I know him. We used to hang out. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, we have we a common. Used to hang out. We, no, we have a. Common... You're, you're like ident- like he's a little more yeah. Italian than you. Yeah, he's, he just, he's him, but and just he was, darker. He was a super tough wrestler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and to separate us, like whenever we talk about wrestling, like, I make sure people know who I, I was good in high school from where I was from, and then I went to college and I took my licks in college. Yeah. And the second year of college, I was like, and I, but I was in there. I, I fought hard, but the second year of college, I'm like, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. Like, this is too much fucking work and it's taking crazy. beatings yeah. from guys who are just like great and. um so I make sure, but he was like a college. He was tough in college. Yeah, was he? Yeah, yeah, Brad. And uh, yeah, and Brad. That's so it. I know Tony Fabry, who's a friend of mine, and um, and those guys are both uh, coaches. They're real. Yeah. They were close friends, and um, they still are because I went. I do a benefit in uh, Pennsylvania once in a while for my friend Rob Bigley, who has a program. Okay. In uh, in the Avon Grove, Avondale area. Where's that? I don't know where that and is. And then Fabry coaches for Ridley. Okay. Now, and he also has a freestyle program. So I go do benefits for both of their programs whenever they ask yeah. me to. And uh, those guys are great guys, man. And uh, Council Rock is fucking tough. Dude, they were, I mean, yeah. I didn't know anything about it. And yeah. just like every year, it was like, oh, state champion, state champion, yeah. play second. And it was yeah. just like, they're really like, tough. But my know. friend Rob Bigley has a program in Avondale that's really good, also. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so. I guess they're all competing. Pennsylvania is like just yeah. bred. They're, it's just like tough. yeah, they're just like yeah. Pennsylvania, like it's Pennsylvania, Ohio. Yeah, and like these guys all wrestled wrestling. in college, and they were all Americans and stuff. Yeah. So they're they're super tough. 
Man, this guy's a fucking piece of steel over here. I know. <laughs> he's class. He's class. Fuck he's got a couple of garbage traits, but the guy's a fucking yeah. old, class act over here. Old school. I'll tell you young kids out there, you take a page out of this fucking guy's book right he's here. He's like a oh, tin knocker, this guy. Get off your phones. <laughs> I'm that guy. Get off your phones. You ain't going to find it on Snapchat, cuz. Get off your fucking phones. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Holy shit. Mr. Mike Vecchione. The host of No Disrespect, right here on the Gas Digital Network. Oh, can I make a note about Absolutely. No Disrespect? Um, Justin Silver, who's my close friend and uh, has been on the show for two years, he's left to, done other pro- to do other projects. It's me, myself, uh, on No Disrespect. I'm having uh, the best comics in the city, much like you guys are, in, and I have a lot of fun with them. So uh, please subscribe. Uh, please, I'm on YouTube. And uh, follow me on social media, at Comic Mike V. And uh, just please support No Disrespect, part of the Gas Digital yeah. family. And uh, I, I'm uh, appreciative to be on, and uh, I'm ha- happy for you guys' your success. Thank you. I very see much, you guys bro. growing, and Thank we you, always tout ourselves on No Disrespect as the fastest rising podcast on the Gas Digital Network. But <laughs> somebody <laughs> tagged you guys getting to 5,000 YouTube subscribers oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. tagged me in it and go, what? fastest rising? And I'm like, well, I, I guess it. it, yeah. Oh, you shit. guys are. You we're guys gonna have are, to wrestle. Gonna have to <laughs> but thank you for having me on. I appreciate Buddy, you guys. Thank you. Yeah, this was fucking was one fun. of my favorite episodes of was all it, time. Was I trash? No, you're no. what? what? Trash? Are you kidding okay. me? All right. This kid's all clay. I thought my SAT I'm might. I'm gonna have ask you a cosign for my new apartment. <laughs> what are you talking about, Becky? Ah, there's a song. That was nice. Oh yeah. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. You guys, Teflon Don over here. There you go. That's a nice drop right there. I'd let you do open heart surgery on me right now. And he might need it soon. You got your scalpel on you? Kippy, what do you got? Guys, yes, please go check out Mike's podcast. I listen. I'm a fan. It's fucking great. He's so fucking fun. As you can see, he's so funny. Go check it out. No disrespect here on the Gas Digital Network. Um, as always, please make sure you rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. Full video available on YouTube. You can subscribe there as well. Uh, if you're going to sign up for the network, use promo code AYG. We make a couple of bucks. You save a couple of bucks. Everybody mm-hmm. wins. We got some cool shit coming up uh, that we're excited to announce. We got some new T-shirts coming up. We got some new... We're going to have some new live streams, some bonus stuff coming up. So, uh, yeah, we're excited. It's going to be fun, gang. It's going to be the fun end of the year here. I want to just follow up again, hit you with the fucking one, two, three punch. Make sure you fucking check out No Disrespect. And I'm sure most of you are watching this because you love the show. But if you don't, go fucking check it out. Mike is absolutely one of the fucking best, one of the sharpest joke writers, and one of the funniest guys ever. And this was one of the funnest afternoons I've had yeah, this in was a long, such, long time. One of my favorite episodes. Good. So much fun. Guys, we thank you so much. We love you very much. Thanks to everybody in the live chat. And we will see you soon. Peace. Peace.